Your girl knows I've got the sauce. Flexing, no ketchup. Night, just sauce. Saucy, raw sauce. Ah, uh, yo, boom. The thing goes All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Man's Not Hot of Fantasy Football Podcast. In case you were wondering what in the world that was, welcome, everyone. My name is Christian Brito. I'm here by myself tonight. Very, very interesting, but sometimes, you know, you just got to do things the way you want to, and so... You know, Armando's not here, Dale's not here, um, and I'm just going to, you know, do my own thing, which is great because, uh, you know, there's there's a thing that we say amongst ourselves. Uh, Dale's always saying it, and I'm going to say it myself this time. I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. And so there's going to be things that you guys are going to maybe hear today that um, you haven't heard because, well, the podcast is a little different when it's just me around. And... Um, I think that's for the better, for the most part. And uh, if we if we get to the fantasy football, that's great. And we will, because there's a lot to cover. And in today's episode, I want to go over a lot that's been going on in terms of trades, in terms of just fantasy goodness, fantasy news, breaking news that's been happening over the past 24 to 48 hours in, in fantasy that we need to analyze, we need to go over, we need to sit down here and and... Come into Christian's corner a little bit and discuss the fantasy impact now that we're pretty much at the midseason of NFL football. I know we're past the midseason in fantasy, but I do want to say that there's there's still plenty of season to go. So if you're four and four, if you're three and five, if you're five and four, there's lots of season left. Even if you're seven and one, you know, like maybe I am in my league of record. There's still plenty of season to go, you know that that playoff seed might look great. It might be look like a sure thing, but you got to make sure that you're setting yourself up for the future. So that's exactly what we're going to what we're going to do today. But um like I said, it's 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 a little bit of a different show. And so I'm going to get a little bit of a feel for how I'm going to run a show on my own. It's going to be a quick hitting episode. I just want to go through some news. But there's going to be things like this, right? We don't know where Armando is. We never know where Armando is. So I prepared something for just this specific situation. All right. And you know what? I know. I know without a shadow of a doubt that that is an absolutely god-awful drop. But the thing is, they can't stop me from putting it in. It's already here. I'm I'm editing the episode. I'm doing the episode. I'm uploading it. And so, what is Dale going to do? Sue me? Right? And so Dale's not here. Dale's traveling. Dale has been griping all day about his airport travel. Poor Dale traveling, going to Orlando, bitching about it the whole time. If you guys could see our WhatsApp messages, all he does is complain about travel. 
and he's going to go on a, I know he's going to go on his little daily gripe when he gets back. Something to do with people in, in airports. It's fine. It's okay. Because today, you're here with the soothing, relaxing voice of Christian Brito. And so, we're going to talk JHI. We're going to talk Dolphins running back situation, Eagles running back situation. We're going to talk about what's going on with Zeke. We have so much to go over. So, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, let's. We're going to jump right into the news of what's been going on in in fantasy over the last couple days. And basically what I'm going to do here is tell you whether or not it's important. Muy importante. Muy importante. Well, I'm not really going to play that game. I'm just going to tell you the news. First piece of news that we need to talk about here is the injunction that was denied in Ezekiel Elliott's case. And so Ezekiel Elliott's suspension is back in effect. Now, another appeal was attempted in the Second Circuit within 24 hours afterwards. But for fantasy purposes right now and moving forward, it's the the worst case scenario for Ezekiel Elliott owners is that in all likelihood, for the next six weeks, Elliott will probably have to serve his suspension. And so that goes into a a weird situation now where you have three running backs vying for a job, trying to to just figure out the carries. And my money, my clear horse that I'm going to bet on in this backfield is not Darren McFadden, but it's Alfred Morris. And actually, my second guy that I would bet on is also not Darren McFadden. That would be Rod Smith. And so right now, Zeke looks like he's going to be out until week 15. And we're kind of stuck with whatever's going to be left. Now, this is still a good offense. It's still a good offensive line. It's not as good as it was last year, but Zeke has been an absolute monster behind it the last couple weeks. And I think that from a fantasy perspective, you can get a lot of value with the cowboy duties of Alfred Morris being able to handle that backfield. And I think, honestly believe, that for the next few weeks, he's a guy that might be undervalued. Because... My ultimate opinion is people still believe that Zeke is not going to be serving this suspension. And while that's still a possibility, I I honestly believe it's still a possibility that Ezekiel Elliott comes back and does play games. I think more so than ever this season, him missing games is more of a reality than ever. And Alfred Morris, in taking his job over, will be a serviceable more than serviceable running back, will be a super competent running back, a top 20 running back for me, and people are not viewing it that way. People are viewing Alfred Morris like just waiver wire fodder, and I don't agree with that. Um, I I think he's, he's more so than the Latavius Murrays of the world, than the, um, 
you know, maybe not Alex Collins is not the best example, but the Alex Collins of the world, I think he's better set up for when he does play than these other options. Now, the issue is, and it's going to continue to be the issue throughout the rest of the season, is how much of the work is Alfred Morris going to get? And if if Zeke is out, I think he's going to get plenty of it. I think he's going to get 60% of the workload. Doesn't sound like a lot. The other 40% will go between McFadden and um, and Rod Smith. And so I'm putting I'm putting my money down on Alfred Morris, and I think you could get him. I think you could get him. Not not only you know most teams these are most leagues he's already been picked up off the wire, sure. But if he's not on your team, you can get him from cheap for cheap because someone just picked him up off the wire. And so I think you could get him for cheap, and he could fill in for your team for the next few weeks while Zeke is gone and do so admirably. Um, so that's where I'm at now. We did see Morris take the first team reps on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, we know Darren McFadden is going to be involved. We know Rod Smith is going to be involved because they're not going to give all the work to Morris. It's not going to be Ezekiel Elliott. But Morris is going to be the lead back. And so that's my two cents on that backfield. And so we'll move on to the next piece of news. And this was a big, huge ordeal in fantasy today, or yesterday. Uh, And that's that Josh Gordon was reinstated to the NFL. uh, Initially reported by ESPN's Field Yates. uh, After meeting with, with Roger Goodell and being in New York, trying to get reinstated, it seems like Josh Gordon is eligible to play in his first NFL game this season. But it's not his first NFL game this season. Not just that. It's his first NFL game since the 2014 season. Not only that, he's probably not even going to be eligible to play until week 13. And so, to me, this is an incredible much ado about nothing. Uh, I know that my colleagues Armando and Dale vehemently disagree with me. That they tell me that when Gordon plays, he's a top 30 wide receiver. And my opinion of this is, if he ever does play, which I, I, I don't think will happen until very late this season, if at all, he is not worth even stashing on your bench. I looked at him on the waivers, and I just had no desire. I had no desire to pick up Josh Gordon. He hasn't played in the NFL in three seasons. The last time he played, he wasn't even that effective. And he would be joining a Cleveland Browns team that wouldn't be able to activate him till week 13. You have much more important things to do on your fantasy team than be adding Josh Gordon. And if you're a playoff team that is going to be in contention in week 13... Please don't worry about adding Josh Gordon. There are much, much more important pieces that you could be adding. Now, if you're in a super deep league where for some reason it's a keeper league and you're in a dynasty league and Josh Gordon's not there and there's a potential that he could play deep into your playoffs or sometime next season and you're hurting at wide receiver and you need the depth, then fine. Please don't waste your time expecting him to be more than an extremely deep, you know, piece for your team. I don't think it's even that. And 
I know my colleagues disagree with me, but you know what? Fuck them. They're not here. I am. And so that's that piece of news. Calvin Benjamin is the next piece of news. Traded to the Buffalo Bills on Tuesday. And this is an interesting one. I think the real reason it's super interesting to me is because of what's left behind in Carolina. But let's talk about Buffalo first. Zay Jones is going to get relegated back to the bench. In my opinion, that's the biggest impact here. Kelvin Benjamin immediately, immediately, is the number one option receiving-wise on this in this team. Before, the number one receiving option wasn't even a wide receiver. It was LaShawn McCoy. And so I think this is a clear-cut win for for the Bills, a clear-cut win for Tyrod Taylor, and maybe a downgrade for Benjamin, who wasn't having a great season, you know, by his rookie year standards, but I think he could continue to be productive, be a, you know, a wide receiver two, wide receiver three uh, for the rest of the season. I don't expect huge numbers, but I think he can be consistent enough that you can flex him, play him as a wide receiver three, and be okay with that. Now, the impact on the other side is what's going on in Carolina. And so you have Devin Funches there, and boom, Devin Funches is now immediately your ex receiver. He's in the, immediately the guy who's going to be targeted the most on that offense. And it's a huge win, in my opinion, for a guy that a lot of people were worrying about what is his value going to be? What is his value going to be the rest of the season? Because he started, he started off the season pretty hot. He started off the season better than, than Benjamin, and, and people are wondering, is this going to sustain? And Carolina's like, hey, we're going to ship Benjamin out because we got this guy named Funches. And so I'm a believer in Funches. I actually, I'm not sure how much everyone agrees with me, but I think Funches is now a guy that you might be able to rely on for the rest of the season. Now, he's not, you know, a high-end wide receiver too, but he's he's in that same kind of group now that... that uh, that Kelvin Benjamin is, that, you know, I think um, Golden Tate is, um, he's in that group. I think he's behind the, the, uh, the feelings of the world, but not by much. Uh, I think Devin Funches is now a low-end wide receiver too. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. And I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm quite optimistic about what you can see in that offense moving forward. And Greg Olson's due to come back soon. So I think in a couple weeks, Greg Olson will be back. Huge benefit for him as well that that, that's happening. But the biggest, the biggest beneficiary in all of this, and a guy that I think you can buy now because there's no more Benjamin, and he was already being funneled passes like crazy, is Christian McCaffrey. If you're in a PPR league, now is the time to buy Christian McCaffrey. Honestly, because you're gonna get you're gonna get Alvin Kamara numbers for the rest of the season from McCaffrey. And so I, I think you can't do anything but buy now. So coming up on Carolina's schedule over the next few weeks, you've got Atlanta, <laughs> you've got Miami. I know you got a buy mixed in there. You got the Jets, you got New Orleans, 
you got Minnesota, which is a bottom half defense. So I mean, a top half defense. So you have one bad matchup there. And then you have Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta again. So this schedule for the second half of the season against running backs is super soft. Christian McCaffrey is a guy that I would love to buy now. And I'm looking to buy now, especially if I'm in a PPR league. Super solid. Lock it in for the rest of the season. Now, I got a couple more pieces that I got to talk about here. And I think it's important. So let's talk about the guys that I don't think are going to play in the rest of the season. A lot of people are waiting for David Johnson to come back. But the news coming out of Arizona recently is that that's looking more and more doubtful every day. Um, unless there's some sort of magical healing for the guy's wrists, he's not going to come back this season. On top of that, it's a lost season for the Arizona Cardinals. So it doesn't seem like there's any reason for Bruce Arians and the Cardinals uh, head coaching staff to bring back David Johnson. So I don't understand why they would. And so for the future outlook, if you're a David Johnson owner and you can still get somebody, it's a redraft league, if you could still get somebody to give you anything for him, let's say, you know, the, I don't know, there's a lot of people out on Ajayi because you guys just got traded and we'll get to that news. But let's say somebody's really out on Ajayi and you could, you know, and they're going to the playoffs and they think David Johnson's going to come back. Anything you can get for Ajayi, I mean for David Johnson right now, do it because he's not coming back this season. He's just not. Speaking of guys that are not coming back this season, Andrew Luck, unfortunately, is going to be out another game, another game this week. And in all likelihood, the the reports that are coming out seem like he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season. And so it's another it's a lost season for the Colts. Another reason why doesn't seem like he's going to come back. So if you were hoping for that, just get get him off your team. You can go ahead and just. Moving for your roster, it does not seem like Andrew Luck is going to come back. Jimmy Garoppolo was traded to the 49ers. This is not a and a thing that I I think is going to be a huge impact um, for the short term. I think in a couple weeks when he finally does start, I don't I don't even know if he's going to start this week. It the reports are that C.J. Beathard might get one more start. Um, until Garoppolo can get situated, and uh, we'll see. But Jimmy Garoppolo traded to the 49ers. That's not going to fix their team, but it might be a little bit better for those fantasy options. Last but not least, um, the news that kind of pained me as a Miami Dolphins fan and as a JHI fan, JHI was traded to the Eagles. Kind of the most shocking piece of news for me to go over. Um, a little bit of a surprise. But... Um, in my opinion, immediately going to the Eagles, I see Ajayi being the number one guy. Now, I know he's going to split work with Blunt. Uh, I know it's not going to be a situation like it was in Miami where he gets all of the work. But it is such a better situation. That offense is so much better. He's going to have so much more opportunity to score even in his fewer runs, even in his fewer carries, that I think J.J. is going to be super duper solid. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's basically where I'm at on the Ajayi thing is, I think he's actually going to be slightly better rest of season 
than than what you saw. He was a thirty some odd running back over the first uh first half of the season, and I think you'll see a top twenty guy. I, I, I don't see him being, you know, a top twelve guy, but I see him being a top twenty guy. I think you're gonna get more value out of him in Philadelphia, even with less carries, than you did in Miami with all that work. Let's remember, JGI was he was getting hit behind the line pretty much every every carry this season. He's third in the NFL in terms of yards after contact. So he's doing his job. And if he can go to a team in which they're doing their job blocking, despite the rough schedule, I like JGI for the second half of the season. Now, I want to take a little break here. And uh, and go over some fun facts, some things that we need to talk about seriously, though. Some fun facts. Uh, I was discussing this. I think this is the funnest fact I've ever heard. This is great. Disney World, at 44 square miles, is larger than the five smallest countries in the world combined. I will repeat that. Disney World, at 44 square miles, is larger, larger, well, is bigger, than the five smallest countries in the world combined. You know, like the Vatican, for example. That's it. That's all I gotta say. One more fun fact for you. Kangaroos, they use their tail to, to jump. So if you were to lift a kangaroo's tail off the ground, they can't hop. You can't hop if you if you lift their tail off the ground. So there you go. Now, for those of you that really hate these fun facts, if you bang your head against the wall for an hour, that will burn approximately 150 calories. Just so you know. You know, just in case you want to listen to a podcast with me for an hour, that's probably what you're going to get. All right, so I want to take this time right now and talk about a couple things. Before I jump into Thursday night football, um, let's take a second and we're going to talk about one of our sponsors, and that's Draft. And play, you can go to playdraft.com or you can go to the App Store and download the Draft app, whether you're on Apple and you're doing, you're doing the, the Apple uh, app, app Store, Jesus Christ. I don't know what the hell I just did. I have an iPhone. Um, and so if you're going to Android, you can go to the Google Play Store. Look for Draft. And up is going to pop up the most beautiful app you've ever seen. It is daily fantasy football with a live snake draft. And so this season, they've got over half a million people already playing this game. And for me, it's my favorite rate to play fantasy in daily fantasy now. Because I get all the fun of having Daily Fantasy. It's a week-long team. But I'm able to actually do a live snake draft. And the drafts are done. They take about five minutes. They're the fastest thing ever. You just go in there. The sounds, everything about it is just dynamic. And I honestly could not have asked for a better sponsor than Draft. But the coolest thing is, if you go to their app and you enter our promo code, Eat Sleep Fantasy, you get hooked up with a free entry. Right, You can try it out. It's a real money $3 entry. So you can try it out. Play against us, our promo code. It automatically will follow us. 
me ESF Brito or Dale ESF Dale. You'll play against us if you want to. And then if you don't like it, if you make a deposit and you don't and you end up not liking draft, they offer a money back guarantee, which nobody out here is doing money back guarantees, but they'll do up to $100 on money back guarantee if you do not like the rap. But you will. It's the best way to play daily, honestly out there. I love it. I play dozens of drafts. I'm kind of addicted to it. And so you'll see me putting up a bunch of matchups and you guys can play against me or play against Dale. And we'll do that, uh, you know, starting tomorrow, Thursday, tomorrow, today, by the time you hear this. All right. So before I close out the show, I want to talk about our last little thing. You know, this is a quick hitting episode, but I want to talk about Thursday night football. And so in Thursday night football, um, there's a few things that you got to remember. A lot of times it's, well, it is, it's short rest. A lot of times what ends up happening with the exception of some games is, is teams will rely a little bit more on their running game. The, the offenses don't look as sharp because it's four days instead of waiting a whole week for the next game. And so I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to keep in mind that the Buffalo Bills defense, um, at least against the pass, is legit. They're a top-half defense. Um, against the run, they're actually still a top-half defense as well. So don't expect a huge game on that side either. But I don't think you're expecting a huge game from the just running back either way. So let's go through it. Let's talk about each position quickly. So at the running back position, LaShawn McCoy, I expect McCoy to be a stud this week. The Jets are a bottom half defense in terms of matchup adjusted fantasy points allowed at the running back position. And LaShawn McCoy is going to eat. He's going to get plenty of work. That offense maybe opens up just a little bit more. With uh, with some new pieces, we'll, I don't expect anything from Benjamin. I want to say that, but Nishan McCoy is going to get his. He's going to be heavily involved in every possible way. Expect him to get 20 or more rushing attempts. Expect him to get five receptions. Expect him to get a touchdown. Expect him to get 100 total yards. Um, I think Nishan McCoy is going to be just fine tonight. Now... Moving to some of the other running backs in this game. Bilal Powell, uh, I don't expect to do much. Matt Forte, I don't expect to do much. Bilal Powell is on the fringes of maybe an RB3. Matt Forte is not playable to me in any leagues. Um, You know, McGuire is not an option, I think. Uh, Honestly, in... in, um, in most leagues at, uh, now I know there's bye weeks and I know that you have to perhaps consider some of these guys. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Powell. I think he's an RB three and Matt Forte is still going to be there. Powell's going to get some work, but let's go over some of his numbers these last few weeks. But all Powell has had this season in a standard league, one game, one game of over, 10 of double digit fantasy points one game that came in week four surprisingly enough against Jacksonville in which he scored 25 standard league points because you had 163 rushing yards and a touchdown on top of 27 receiving yards that's not going to happen again this season for Bilal Powell every other game has looked like this 3.9 1.3 9.7 3.3 no points against New England because he was out. 
8.3, 6.1. What you're going to get from Bilal Powell is going to be very similar to what you've got against Miami and Atlanta these last two weeks. Six or seven points. I don't think he's going to score. That's what you're going to get from Bilal Powell. Now, if that's what you need because you got people on by and you have to play him, okay, maybe you hope for the touchdown. I say you got maybe a third of a chance that it's going to happen, and you know you roll the dice and maybe it happens. But I don't expect a big week from Bilal Powell, and that's you know that's just you know on you if you play him. Matt Forte for me again, it's bye weeks, but I think there's better options out there that you can still get either out in the open like uh, like a Kenyon Drake, or for very cheap, very cheap. You can probably get a guy like Alfred Morris, and he could fill in abruptly for you. Um, and so, that's that. Uh, in term, in terms of the wide receivers in this game, so let's let's go a little bit over what to expect between the the Jets and the Bills. Um, my highest rated receiver, my highest ranked receiver in this game is actually Robbie Anderson. It's not Kelvin Benjamin. It's not Jermaine Curse. It's Robbie Anderson. He's been the most consistent guy. Now, what I want you guys to remember is Buffalo has been very consistent against the pass. They've been pretty good. Don't expect a huge game, but I think he'll be solid. He's been solid week in, week out. Um, fantasy points over the last few weeks, 7.6, 9.5, 16.5. Don't expect him to blow up, but I think you can expect a nine-point game from Robbie Anderson in a standard league, maybe 12 13 fantasy points in a PPR. He's not going to give you a lot of catches. He's going to give you three or four catches, and that's it. So if you're in a PPR league, he does take a little bit of a hit because that's not his MO. So just remember that. Um, Lower on the list, a guy that borderline, I think Kelvin Benjamin is a borderline startable wide receiver three. Just remember, he's just been traded. He is the best option. Moving forward, I do like Benjamin. But... Very short week, and he's just been traded. Um, I think Benjamin Stock does take a slight hit with this offense, but I think he's still good because he wasn't getting exactly the opportunity or the love in Carolina that he got before. And so overall, I think he's going to be good. He's going to be better for the second half of the season, but don't expect the huge game this week just because it's a short week and there's not really enough time for prepare. Uh, Curse, I don't think is really an option this week. Um, kind of bit a lot of people last week. Um, I think he's been solid enough, but unless you have to play him, not really something I'm, I'm rolling with. Neither is Jordan Matthews or any other options in that side of the ball. Now I want to talk about the tight end position because there is some important tight ends to talk about here. Like Austin Safarian Jenkins, who has been just um, a revelation the three weeks before last week. Had a touchdown call back against Atlanta that was clearly, in my opinion, a touchdown. And so that would have given him four straight weeks of scoring. And so Austin Safarian Jenkins, moving to this week against Buffalo. Buffalo actually hasn't been that scary against tight ends. And I think Austin Safarian Jenkins will be solid. Play him with confidence. Definitely a top 10, top 8, top 7 tight end this week. I think you can get away with that. I think uh, Ertz, Kelsey, Ingram, Graham, Brait, 
Jenkins right there with like, uh, yeah, Jenkins. Uh, is going to end up about six or seven in my ranks, so be happy with what you're going to get there. And uh, that's about it. On um, the quarterbacks, I mean, you're going to get what you're going to get. I think uh, I think you can consider Josh McCown, but just know that the Buffalo defense is for real against quarterbacks. And so while McCown has been solid, I would not play him this week. Tyrod Taylor, on the other hand, play him with confidence. The Jets are not good against quarterbacks. So give me give me Tyrod Taylor this week, and I think you'll be happy. All right, guys. Um, before I close out the show, just a few little quick pieces of, of, of news that I want to cover, some housekeeping for us. If you want to, and this is a promotion that we're doing now, um, and Dale told me to announce it here, we're going to be giving away a signed Antonio Brown mini helmet um, and basically, it's a an open contest, a be creative contest, a do what you can think of contest, a little bit of everything. So if you want to give us a, a creative review, if you want to write something, if you want to retweet something, if you want to, whatever it is, email what you're what you're considering doing for us it's open creative to esf giveaway at gmail.com take a screenshot of whatever it is or do whatever it is that you want to do as an open creativity we're going to decide whoever gets our attention the best with what they're doing will win this antonio brown mini helmet that we've got i think it's the coolest prize that we've had so far and we had that russell wilson one that was signed in the green ink i think this tops that even so Antonio Brown Helmet, ESFGiveaway at gmail.com. If you want to check out our rankings, our website, EastleyFantasy.com, follow us on Twitter, drop us a review on iTunes, and make sure to follow us on Anchor. We're dropping little snippets, little five-minute episodes with all our writers coming on on Anchor. Great fucking content on Anchor, so follow us there. And then on Draft, promo code EastleyFantasy. If you guys have any questions, you can reach out to us on Twitter, like I mentioned, at Eat Sleep FF, or me personally, at Seabrito Fantasy. Thank you guys for, for joining me for this lovely pod, and uh, I don't know how to close this episode, because Dale always does it. So for Christian Brito, have a good one. Yo! Big Shaq, the one and only. Man's not hot. Never hot. Skrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Hop out the four door with the four four. It was one, two, three, and four. Us, man. Chilling in the corridor. Yo, your dad is 44. Oh. And he's still calling man for a draw.